Great afternoon, guys and goddesses. This is your girl, Sonia, with Sipping with Sonia. I am sipping on my H2O today. What are you sipping on? Coffee, wine, or tea? Come on in the room with me as we talk today about childhood traumas, red flags, paying attention to the signs, and healing. Yes, the word healing, I know, is a very huge topic today all over social media and in the world. And I want to touch on it just a little bit because, you know, we all have come across somebody that we know needs to heal from something, including ourselves. Nobody is exempt. Nobody can say that I've arrived and I got it all together. No, we all struggle with something. So let's just get that out of the way now. Okay. <laughs> get that disclaimer out there now. You know, um, you may have grown up in a household where there were certain behaviors that you adapted to because everybody else did it. So you thought it was right, right? Kids do what's caught, not taught. See, it reproduces after its own kind. So just because it was the norm, doesn't make it right. If it doesn't make you feel good, then it was probably toxic behavior. The excuse is they did it, so I'm doing it too. Also, you hear the term that it's always been done this way in our family, so this is what we do. That's a big one. Another big one is what goes on in this house stays in this house. Y'all know y'all, y'all know y'all heard that. My mother said it too, right? Because that means you didn't want your personal business out in the street. However, y'all know what I'm talking about, but however, um, sometimes just because history has repeated itself doesn't mean that it was right or healthy. And it doesn't mean that it felt good. It doesn't mean that it didn't make you feel unworthy. Some things that went on in some people's houses should have been exposed outside their house, like physical abuse, molestation, drugs, verbal abuse, mental abuse, and the list goes on, right? Why? Because you have a lot of grown children walking the earth today as we speak with insecurities, trust issues, abandonment issues, narcissistic behavior, mental illness, PTSD, control issues, all types of afflictions that they have carried with them since childhood. And they never had a moral compass of how to heal from it. They never had somebody saying, this is the way you should go identifying the balance between what's right and what's wrong. They walk around holding this stuff in, it festers, and it becomes a cancer in their body. You know, I always say dis-ease causes disease in the body. And every person they come in contact with, they infect, right? The transference of emotions is real. What you hold in at some point will come out. It will come out in your hair, your skin, your nails, your eyes, and your bowels. I know that's right. I say I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> but it's the truth. What you what is what's going on inside of you will eventually come out of you. And I literally have had conversations with people who had no idea that their behavior was toxic and someone and some who still think 
It's not them. It's all the other person they come in contact with. They are master deflectors. It's never their fault. It's always the other person's fault. They made me say this. They made me do this. They made me react to to them this way. Nobody can make you do anything you don't want to do. You are in control of your actions and you can be accountable for your actions. So they thought this was normal because no one before me challenged them to think differently or to want to do things differently. As having conversations with me and we were discussing different topics and we had difference of opinions of how we view things or how we would handle things, they realized, wait a minute, maybe my way of thinking is kind of warped. Maybe I should get some therapy or counseling to dig deeper and deal with the root of my issues excavate it and heal from it so I can help someone else. Some people stay the way they are because they have other people that they attract with the same type of toxic energy, toxic behaviors or low vibration that encourages or keeps them to stay in the same energy, the same behaviors. Now, if a person chooses to raise their vibration and start to do better, start healing and cutting off people, places and things that they know uh, they don't really like, doesn't mean them any good, doesn't help them be better and it doesn't help them to evolve, then they can begin to evolve. The things you said, the things you did, the places you went, your indulges, your impulses are no longer desired to you. Now, those people that you were in communication with, you no longer have anything in common with before anymore because there's there's been a paradigm shift. Oh, come on, somebody. There's been a paradigm shift in you. Those people won't have access to you the way that they used to anymore. But be careful. Pay attention to the signs because the moment you start thinking better, speaking better and doing better, all those toxic people that you have entertained are going to try to find some way to keep you in the same low vibration that you are on, because that they are on because they don't want you to evolve and they don't want you to get, uh, get to be a part of evolution. See, they don't want you to evolve. They don't want you to be better. They don't want you to choose someone better than them as a mate and you be happier. They don't want your business to grow without them being able to partake of the rewards. They don't want you to level up and have a more abundant life because they know that once you do, you will know they will no longer have access to you. And you will no longer have any need for them to be in your life. See, the mentality is I've been here all these years. We've been friends all these years or we've been married all these years or we've been in a relationship all these years. I've been with you all this time. I've invested so much of my life in you. Well, let me just clear something up right now. You both gave to the relationship. You both took from the relationship. So whatever type of relationship it was, you both got what you wanted in the relationship and from the relationship at the time of where you were in your life. But however, 
Master manipulators are very good at making people feel bad about healing and evolving and wanting something or someone better out of life. Okay, so peep this, right? So it's like, oh, so you think you're better than me? We've been rocking like this for years. Now you want to act like you're better? It's not about being better than them, but about you being a better you for you. See, people are always real quick to make it about them when it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. See, some people assume that different is better. And they are so selfish and self-centered that they make it about them as if you're putting them down when you're not. It's not that you're saying that you are better than them because you're choosing to heal. It's that you're realizing that you're different now and different is okay. Different is okay. And when someone is codependent, oh, there's that word codependent. Red flag, be careful them codependent folks. When someone is codependent and feels like if you leave them, you'll have a better life without them, especially in an intimate relationship, they will do whatever they can to keep you where you are. Wow. Some people are jealous of you in the relationship. Some people are intimidated by you in a relationship. Some people are insecure in a relationship. Some people are needy, clingy, and codependency is addictive. I said it, it is. Some people don't know how to be by themselves. Some people don't love themselves enough to be by themselves. Some people don't even know how to love themselves because they've been giving love to people in different ways or receiving love in different ways that is really not healthy at all. So they really don't know what love is. Mm. They will lie to you and on you, be manipulative. They will be controlling. They will try to make you feel bad about wanting to be better and do better. They will create a narrative to your family and friends, play the victim, make you the villain in hopes to control you to stay right where you are. And that's with them. Oh, I said a mouthful right there. <laughs> Isn't that some foolishness? I know, but people do it every day. They do it all the time. Pay attention to the red flags. See, a lot of times, especially when it's been an intimate relationship, you've been with that person for years, married or not. One person or both in the relationship has already created a narrative that y'all are so happy and blessed. Okay. You want everybody to think you got the perfect relationship. But we all know there is no perfect relationship, right? Okay. All right. Just thought I put that disclaimer out there. Okay. They don't want to deal with the embarrassment to the people they gave a false perception to. Because, see, here's the deal. If you choose to stop living a lie and decide to walk away and go off to have a more abundant life by yourself or with someone else, the other person that was left has egg on their face because they got everybody all caught up in believing the hype. So they will hold on to doing whatever they can to keep you with them. So that they can continue to create the narrative through family, friends, or social media that the relationship is in bliss. Where really, 
behind closed doors, it could possibly be a, a lot of turmoil. And one person is just completely fed up. Listen, I notice sometimes I see uh, relationships where one person is doing all this posting, taking pictures of the both of you guys, taking pictures and posting them on social media and all these hashtags. And the other person ain't posting nothing. I said, wow, I look like that person might be in a relationship all by themselves. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about it? Let's get into it. Be careful. Because I always feel like, and this is just my personal opinion. You don't have to agree with me. This is just my personal opinion. If you're in a relationship with someone and, you know, your relationship should not be public. It should be private. Okay. But if it was me, I'm not going to be a secret. Okay. So at some point, there should be some type of acknowledgement through social media. If you're in a committed relationship with that person, it's been a long-term relationship. There should be some evidence of you being in a relationship with that person, whether it's just a salute to them for their birthday, maybe a holiday photo, something. You know, it doesn't have to be blogged down with every other photo picture has to be you and that person. I'm not saying that, but there is some piece of evidence that you are in a committed relationship with this person. If that person, one person in that relationship is never posting about anybody else that they're with or that they're with anybody, then guess what? They're not with anybody. And girlfriend or brother, you in a relationship by yourself. If you doing all the posting to make sure that everybody else knows who you're in a relationship with, that's just a little sketchy to me. That's just my personal opinion. Maybe you can differ, but I, I just believe that there should be some type of reciprocity and there should be some type of acknowledgement, not meaning that your relationship has to be public. However, everybody going to know you got a woman. Everybody should know you got a man, period. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so I know we've been there. And you know, I'm talking to you about something that I've not only personally experienced myself, you know, I'm not going to sit here on this platform and have a conversation with you about things that I haven't experienced. Okay. So I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I hope that's okay. Okay. I was with my ex-husband for 21 years and we were married for 16 years and we have three beautiful children and a beautiful grandbaby. He is my heartbeat. And we come from two completely different households uh, of how we were raised. I was 17 years old and he was 21 years old when we met. So we were still kids mentally. You know, I know at 21, they say you're an adult, but mentally we're still children, right? And in early years of our relationship, everything was good. I mean, he was everything I needed him to be in my 20s. Because, you know, in your 20s, what do you know? We don't know nothing. We're still trying to figure it out, right? But when I hit 30, oh, that light bulb went off and baby, <laughs> that light bulb went off. Wait a minute. Hold the press. Houston, we have a problem. See, I had evolved and grew in ways that he hadn't. It's no shade. It's just a reality, right? I grew spiritually, emotionally, mentally. I read books on personal development because I got involved with multi-level marketing. I was learning from uh, millionaires uh, blueprints for success. And I was already an entrepreneur in conventional business. I owned my own beauty salon and he worked in a uh, paper mill as an engineer. And 
Places we used to go and people we used to hang around no longer interest me because we had nothing in common, nothing to talk about. That didn't end up in debate. And quite frankly, you have to think, is this person's mental capacity at a level of where they would even understand a different perception? So then you feel like I feel like I didn't even want to waste my my breath, right? Didn't even want to waste my breath. Because I'm raising my level of consciousness and I had got a PhD. I became purposed, hungry, and driven for life, peace, and success. Now, once the mind expands, it can't conform back. And here's what I mean. Once you've been exposed to better business practices, more income, a better home, better neighborhood, better car, better friends, better environment, traveling to explore different cultures, you're not going to want to go back to what you came out of, especially when you know you didn't like it too much while you were in it. Can we talk about it? So he would get frustrated because he was still in the same vibration of those people, places and things. And I didn't want any parts of it. He couldn't understand it. And so we're not seeing eye to eye because I'm eye level and he's low level. So I need him to come up to where I am because now that my mind's expand, I can't go back to where I was. Hope that makes sense to you. So I tried to get him to see a better way, expose him to what I was doing to be a better me, allow him to have his own takeaway for what he needed. Okay. But all he did, unfortunately, was criticize it, find fault with it, uh, tried to manipulate me not to go forward. And when it didn't work, everything was my fault when he couldn't control me. The reality of it, folks was that he was insecure and he was in fear of losing me and having me live a better life without him in it. Now, it happened anyway because I grew up and he just grew older. Now, that's a reality. No shade. This is my story. And I'm sharing a little bit with you. And that was his choice to stay where he wanted to stay. And it was my choice to continue to elevate We all have choices in life and where we are today is a product of the choices that we've made yesterday. I'm just being transparent with y'all. I will not sit on this platform and try to help you navigate through something that I have not already navigated through. Or have some type of wisdom from someone that I know who's navigated through it. Now, he and I are still friends because we have a friendship. We had a friendship since day one. And we have three beautiful children, a beautiful grandbaby. So we're going to always be family. However, I'm just giving you a little peek into my past that I can speak on these topics from my own experience. Okay. You know, the fear of the unknown will always paralyze you to stay right where you are, even though you're miserable. I'm going to say that again. The fear of the unknown will always paralyze you to stay right where you are, even though you're miserable. And the reason people stay in situations is because they know the crazy. It's familiar and they can control it. Well, at some point, familiarity breeds contempt. And the very thing that you liked about a person when y'all first start dating ends up being the very things that you can't even stand about them anymore. 
And as you get sick of sick and tired of being sick and tired of the hamster wheel, you will do something about it. I mean, was I fearful of being a single parent? Yes. But spirit had already showed me that I was already doing most of it by myself anyway. So I could do this on my own. And my mother always told me, baby, you could do bad by yourself. You don't need nobody else's help to do that. Was I fearful of raising my son in a household without his father to teach him how to be a man and my daughters to have the covering of their father? Yes. But I can't make a grown man do what a grown man need to do. Did I stay in the relationship probably a little bit longer than I should have because of my children? Yes. When you're married with children and you want to get out, the first thing you think of is how will this affect my children? It's not just about you. You have to think about all parties involved. And I had to think, am I doing my children a justice or injustice by staying in this relationship? Because I didn't want my daughters to think that this is the way your husband is supposed to treat you. And I didn't want my son to think that it's okay to treat your wife this way because kids do what's caught, not taught. They are not listening to only what you say. They're watching what you do. So was I in fear? Yes. However, life got to the point where I felt that I was losing me in the relationship. I was miserable. I was overworked. I was depressed. I was emotionally eating, weight going up and down, stressed and frustrated. That's not who I was. I didn't like being that person. That's not who I started out as. I didn't like that person that I had become in the marriage. So I realized that the last person that I was willing to disappoint was myself. I defeated my fear because, you know, fear is false evidence appearing real. I stepped out on faith. I jumped into the deep unknown, stepped out of my comfort zone. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was going to happen. But what I did know was I no longer wanted to be in this turmoil. And it was the best decision I ever made to be free. All right. All right. Enough about me. Back to the topic at hand. So when you want to break free, here comes old man manipulation. (laughs) Who tries to come in and say, oh, we've been together all these years. We've accomplished so much together. And I've been holding you down, trying to make you feel bad about choosing you first. Well, guess what? You both gave to the relationship. You both took from the relationship. And sometimes when you look back, all you have is all these years. And as you look in the mirror as the person that you have evolved into, you realize that that's not enough. Some of you may have actually been praying for God to show you who your mate is supposed to be or who your spouse is supposed to be. So you can build a life with them and a legacy with them and be a power couple and enjoy your memories and raising your family. And then one day you come across someone different that allows you to see yourself in a different way that no one ever has. Their words and presence causes you to want to make a change in your life. Helps you to believe in yourself. You start thinking bigger and you start writing goals and you start acting on those goals. You start making some changes and executing them. 
This person encourages you to follow your heart, boosts your ego, helps you to see that you don't have to stay a product of your environment. You can be the change that needs to be seen to help influence others to do better and be better. You can be the catalyst for change. Your past does not dictate your future, nor does it define who you are. See, you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to become great. But be careful. Because as you're making these changes, oh, there are going to be others who will not be happy about it. And as you're trying to change, those entities will be trying to keep you pulled into that old toxic lifestyle. So there's a tug of war that's going on now. And this tug of war is between your spirit, your soul and your flesh. What will you do when you're under pressure? Will you fall apart or will you be refined into a diamond? See, some of y'all just got to jump off the cliff and grow wings on the way down. Now, listen, (laughs) let me tell you something. Everybody's not going to change. I know somebody said, wait, what? Everybody's not going to change. Mm -mm, They're not. Why? Well, because it's a choice. It's a personal choice. It's a choice to stay where you are or move differently. In order to get something that you've never had, you have to do some things that you've never done. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something to change. Listen, folks, it's a choice to heal or stay toxic. It's a choice to cut off old habits, people, places, and things. It's a choice to get help for your addictions or stay in it. Living life by design. And on assignment and in purpose is a choice. So I am here on this platform to help invoke some thought-provoking moments, some cognitive thinking and critical thinking of are you living your life by design or are you stuck in a rut? If you are someone who is dealing with past childhood traumas, uh, traumas from past relationships, whether it was an intimate relationship or a relationship with a parent or a sibling or some type of family member or maybe a friend that you grew up with, you know, or past behaviors that you would like to change. If you are dealing with addictions that you would like to heal from. If you deal with toxic family members that you no longer want to deal with. If you are in a toxic marriage or long-term relationship that you no longer want to be in, if you are in anything that is unhealthy for you and you want to make a change to become healthy in every area of your life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and financially, it is a decision that you will have to make. And the word decision, the Greek word for decision means to cut off, cut off. What no longer serves your highest good. You will have to make a decision. To walk away from some people, places and things, even family, too. I know that just cut somebody right there. My family. Yes, your family. I know people say all the time. Oh, they so and so is family. Well, we just got to deal with we can't pick and choose our family. So we just got to deal with it. No, we don't. That is the lie. No, we don't. 
You do not have to deal with it. You can put boundaries on your family too. Sometimes you have to, or sometimes you may have to cut them off completely altogether because you get tired of the constant levels of disrespect or the constant levels of, you know, uh, lies that's being told on you. It's just a constant cycle that never ends. So you have to dis- you have to discontinue that relationship, unfortunately. And it may hurt. Believe me, I know I've been there. And I'll share my story about that on another podcast. But just because somebody has been around for years or their family doesn't mean you have to deal with their toxic behavior. Especially if they don't see the error of their ways and stay in some and stay in that same energy. If they choose not to see anything wrong with the way they treat you and choose not to get help for it, then you can choose you and put boundaries on how you deal with that person if you choose to deal with them at all. This is your girl, Sonia with Sipping with Sonia. I hope this segment today has allowed you to be able to have the cognitive thinking and critical thinking to evaluate where you are in your relationships, regardless of what type of relationship it is. And decide where you want to be, where you want to go, how you're going to get there. But I tell you, Sonia is here to help. If you need help in any area of trying to heal, I'm available for one-on-one sessions. Please check out my Instagram page at Sipping with Sonia. Click the link in my bio, register and book your session with me today. Because remember, it's your turn. 